Well, congratulations. We did it. Welcome to Following the Truth. My name is Gary Zimak. Today, we wrap up eight weeks of daily meditations in an attempt to try to give up worry for good. I hope you did well. I'm glad you're here with me on this last day. I mean, technically, the last day was was yesterday, but we we have spent eight weeks every day, and I, and I want to thank you for putting up with me for eight weeks. Not only did you read my book, but you read my my email reflections. You've listened to the podcast, and I thought I I wanted at least one day to sort of summarize what we learned. You know, it's uh it, it's very basic. The past eight weeks was about letting go and letting God as the saying goes as as giving giving up worry we gave up worry and we gave in to God you know that's surrender your will be done Lord I'm not going to worry about it you tell me what to do I'm going to let you handle the the big details it, it it's a very simple concept to understand I mean Jesus told us our Father in heaven wants to provide for our needs and in order for that to happen in order for him to provide We've got to let him provide. You know, we we can't try to wrestle control away from him. Really simple concept, but boy, is it ever tough to uh, to put into practice. So, I, so I thought we'd just spend the day today chatting about that, chatting about where we've been and, and where do we go from the in the future. I think that's that's the most important thing. You know, we 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 can understand what we learned, but now where do we go? Is it is it just all over now? What what I don't want you to think is that once we did what we did, then everything's going to automatically be better in your life. It's not. It's not. We have to keep doing something. But I'll tell you this much: it gets easier. And and you know I, I'm going to be honest as we go through the program. Kind of, it's kind of good the way things fell into place for me today. What I was feeling earlier today it was I'm going to share some things with you about that. You know, I always like to try to be as honest with you as possible. I do believe that once I gave my life to Christ, once I literally said, Lord, I surrender, you take over, and gave him permission to take control of my life, which he always had, but, but he never forced me to make that decision. He, he can do things in my life. He has power ultimate power as to my circumstances. He can make things happen. He can stop things from happening. He can speak to me. But ultimately, unless I say, yes, Lord, I surrender, your will be done. He can't force me to accept him into my life, right? And as a result, if he, if I don't accept him, I'm not going to get the peace that I'm looking for. And I'm not going to have that good quality relationship with him that I need to be able to live my life the way he wants me to live it and ultimately live with him forever in heaven. But, you know, this is a free choice that we have. He's not going to make me be at peace. And I know it sounds insane to think that anybody would reject the Lord's peace. We don't do it intentionally. We do it because we think we know better. But over the past eight weeks, we've been looking at reasons you know, certainly some faith is required when it comes to giving your life to the Lord and trusting Him in Him, etc. But reason is not opposed to trust. I mean, if you look, there are plenty of reasons why I should trust God with my life. 
And so we did some of that for the past eight weeks. So we'll chat for the remainder of the of the show today. Um, but before be, before we do that and before we pray, I just want, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for hanging out with me for the past eight weeks. I want to thank you for your donations. Your donations have been very, I mean, I very much appreciate your contributions to my ministry. Couldn't do it without you, especially during this, these uh, difficult post-COVID times. You know, it's technically I call them post-COVID, but man, we're still, we're still feeling the effects of COVID. Uh, churches are still not opening really when it comes to bringing in speakers and whatnot. And that really hurts me financially, but thank you for your donations. Thanks for your prayers. Thank you for your words of support. It means so much to me. When when you tell me that my work has somehow brought you closer to Jesus and brought you greater peace, and I've gotten a lot of emails saying that, I want to tell you, it blows me away. It really blows me away, and that's no kind of false humility or anything. It's just me from the bottom of my heart saying, wow, Lord, you did nice work <laughs> in spite of me being a clown. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, for all your, your kind words, prayers, and, and donations. It, it really means a lot. And look, I don't plan to go anywhere. So that's the good or bad news, depending on how you look at it. But today's the conclusion of Give Up Worry for Good, the, the program that we've done. But I'm going to be here tomorrow. So I really hope you're going to join me. Let me just say that. We'll say that again at the end, but that's the deal. I got this empty chair at my table. You're not going to desert me now, are you? <laughs> a little guilt, right? Um, let's pray. Can we pray? Okay, let's do it. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Father in heaven, thank you. Thank you for, wow. First of all, thank you for being here, Father. Thank you for letting me be able to address you. The God of the universe, I can call you Father. We can all call you Father. Incredible. Thank you, Father, for sending your son Jesus into the world and enabling us to be adopted by you as your children. Father, thank you for creating us, creating us to be in a relationship with you for all eternity. It's hard for us to understand, but we know through faith and we can basically understand it. We might not be able to comprehend what eternity is, but we know it's forever. And that's a long time. So we thank you for creating us for the, um, the intention of living with you forever in heaven. And we know that relationship begins here on earth. Father, we thank you for watching over us and our families and our friends. We know there's a lot of people who are in need of, of help today. I know many in my family, in my circle of friends, so many people crying out for prayer for any number of intentions. Father, I want to lift all of those individuals up to you right now. I want to lift up everybody listening, everybody who has gone through the Give Up Worry for Good program and ask you to bless all of us, to protect us, to give us what we need, to keep us free from sin, to give us hope, to give us the strength to to ward off discouragement or the desire to, to go for the instant pleasure and commit sin. Help us. We need help with that. And Father, please continue to work with us. Now that we have seen the beauty of giving up worry, even if it was only for a period in time, 
We pray for the grace to be able to go forward, to bring this forward, and to continue walking more closely with you, Father. I ask you to send out your Spirit upon me. I know you have a message, a specific, unique message that you would like me to deliver. Please give me the words today. And Father, please open all of our minds and hearts so that we can not only hear your words, but accept them and put them into practice in our lives. Father, I ask these things in the name of Jesus Christ, your Son and our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, you know, it feels kind of sad that we're ending. I don't like endings. You know, I, I, I've grown accustomed to having you here. I like that. I've Over the years, I've done a number of different online retreats, consecration to Jesus through Mary several times. It's always sad to, to bring these things to a conclusion. But the good news is we need to do that so that we can acknowledge that we accomplished something. But now here's the deal. We can still hang out. I'm going to be here. I'm going to give you my daily show. These podcasts are going to continue. My daily email reflections, let not your heart be troubled. They're going to continue. And I think together we can help one another. You know, we get in trouble when we're, when we're too isolated and the Lord doesn't want us to be an island. He wants us to walk together. So I plan to keep walking and I would love to have you continue to journey with me both on this program, on my weekly podcast, the Gary Zimak show, and on my, uh, through my daily email reflections, let not your heart be troubled. By the way, I just want to let you know about those, you know, you've been probably getting them while we've been doing this uh, Give Up Worry for Good online program. I, I write those myself. I don't, I don't hire anybody to write them for me. I, I write them, and every now and then I'll even have a typo in them. I have a, my daughter proofreads them for me, but sometimes we, we make a mistake, but they are written fresh every day. Sometimes I'll put a little chunk of one of my books in there, but you know, that that generally comes about, they get written after my wife and I go to daily mass. I pray about it. I ask the Lord what I'm supposed to to share, what he would like me to share. So I, I really want you to know this is, I'm not just cutting and pasting that information. I want you to know that's coming from my heart every day. I always ask the Holy Spirit for the inspiration. So I would like to think the Spirit is responding. So you're getting hopefully a message that is somewhat inspired by the Holy Spirit I care about you. I really do. That's why I want to let you know. We're concluding Give Up Worry for Good, but I want to keep walking with you, and I would love it if you would continue to to journey with me. Um, There are new books coming out in the future. Journey with God is my next book. That's going to be out late September. There will be another one out next year in 2022, and I'm going to keep, God willing, doing what I do for as long as I can. I'm in this for the long haul. Until the Lord calls me home or... For whatever reason, I can no longer do my radio, my speaking, my writing, then it's done. But in the meantime, I plan to be here. So if you like, if you if you felt that this was helpful, and I know by the emails I got, some people thought it was very helpful. Praise the Lord for that. I'm going to keep doing what I do in those do not, uh, let not your heart be troubled, daily emails and uh, the podcast, etc. 
So I would like you to keep journeying with me if you want. But for the meantime, in the meantime, let's talk about the past eight weeks. I can't believe we are at the end. By the way, if you want to find out more about my work and you might just happen to be a new listener, please visit my website, followingthetruth.com. I always like to point that out at the beginning of the show. But back to the um, the eight weeks. Looking back at, and I'm looking at the table of contents for the book right now, week one is, it is possible to stop worrying. Initially, I just had to plant that seed. I wanted you to know that it is possible to stop worrying. One of the most frustrating comments that I've heard, and I, I hear it a lot, is that, well, everybody worries, sort of with a laugh, you know, <laughs> oh, everybody worries, you know, but Jesus said, don't worry. So it is possible to not worry. And you, you got to know that. You need somebody telling you that because everybody in the world, many people in the world, seem to be of the belief that everybody worries. The more we don't, the more we worry, the less we trust the Lord. That's not a good thing. So yes, you can experience fear. Everybody experiences fear at some time. But not everybody worries. And you and me, we want to eliminate to the best of our ability. And it takes time. We want to eliminate worry from our lives. Because when we trust the Lord instead of worrying, that makes him feel really good. And it makes us feel really good too because we get his peace. So now you know it is possible to stop worrying. And again, I made the comment early on in the book that if it was not possible, Jesus would never say it. He would never tell us to do something that was not possible. It's possible, but it requires his help. Well, he's willing to help. So... We need to learn to ask for that help. Week two, we focused on recognizing the Lord's power. He is He is all powerful. He can do anything. He can stop anything from happening. He can make He can stop anything from happening, or He can make anything happen. Don't let anybody kid you about that. So, if you feel you need something, it might look impossible in your eyes. It's not impossible to Him. The fact that He may say no, or He may delay or he may not appear to be answering you, doesn't mean that something is too hard for him or he doesn't care. It just means that he's got a bigger he, he's got a better plan. So nothing is impossible for him. He is all-powerful. He is bigger than any problem we can ever face. It's really important to remember that. Week three, we focused on turning to God for help. He's not going to force us to ask him to help us. That's something we have to do on our own. He could do anything, but he can't make you turn to him for help. And that's because he created you and me with free will. He did that intentionally so that we could freely choose to love him. And when we love him, one of the ways to express that is to turn to him for help. That's a good thing in his eyes. You know, we look at, sometimes we over, overly humanize or overhumanize God and make him too much like one of us. Yeah, if somebody kept asking me for something, I'd get annoyed after a while. Well, God doesn't think that way. God wants us to turn to him for what we need because he wants to provide for us. Unfortunately, sometimes we're asking for things that we don't really need. And then we get upset. 
Why isn't he providing? Well, he's providing, but he's not providing us necessarily with what we want. He gives us what we need. This is an ongoing struggle. This is something that I struggle with and I will continue to struggle with. But that doesn't mean you can't understand it more each day. You know, it's a gradual process. This whole giving up worry thing, learning to trust God, it is a gradual process. Week four, do what you can. That's the week for those of us who like to be in control. That's our week. (laughs) When the Lord says, all right, you want to do something? You want to be in control? Here you go. This is your job. You know, it makes me laugh because I think think when when my wife is cleaning, she's doing work around the house, and I always say, can I help? Always in the back of my mind thinking, man, I don't really want to do this. (laughs) Or there are certain things I enjoy doing more than others, you know, but I say, can I help you with something? Here, let me do this for you, right? And Eileen will say, well, no, I don't need help with this, but what you can do is like, and I'm thinking, oh no, what's it going to be? You know, always hoping that it's not something that's too painful. But you know, you and I, we are capable of doing certain things. The Lord expects us to do that when it comes to solving our problems. We just want to be careful that we do what he wants us to do and not what he wants to do. He's got his job. He's God. We got our job. If we do our job and ask him to do his job, everything works out nicely. And that's the way it works. But you can do a lot to eliminate your worry just by doing what you can. If you're not feeling well, you're concerned about your health, you can go get a checkup. If you're worried that if you die suddenly, your family would not be provided for, well, you can make sure your life insurance policy is up to date. You know, you can look for a job if your company's beginning to struggle financially. There are things we can do. And when we start doing things, we start to feel a little better because we're taking some degree of control. Week five, expect difficulties. It's not smooth sailing in this life, right? You know that, don't you? We are going to run into problems. And there are going to be times when we mess up. And we'll say to ourselves, man, I should not, I, I, I said I'm not going to worry anymore. Or I'm not, going to, I'm not going to commit this sin anymore. What the heck happened? Well, the Lord sometimes allows us to fall to remind us that we're not God. That we're human. That we're weak that we need him. It's a painful lesson, but it's a good lesson. It's a lesson that I think we all have to learn. Expect difficulties. Yeah, there'll be challenges. You know, I woke up today feeling kind of listless. I guess that's a good word. Like sort of apathetic, you know, bored. Everything was kind of boring. I even said my prayers today. They were kind of boring. That's okay. I can't stand it when, I, when that happens to me. But the Lord allows that to happen. Those feelings, you can't depend on your feelings to direct your spiritual life or to direct your life in general. Sometimes you got to do things that you don't feel like doing. Oh boy, do I not like that message. But I got to give it to you. I got to give you that message. But that's the secret. Because these, these feelings, these kind of feelings of boredom, or drudgery, they pass. Eventually they pass. But we all go through them sometimes. Expect difficulties. You wake up, you're you're tired, you got a headache, your stomach's a little off. Do your best. Ask the Lord to help you. You know? Show up anyway. 
Show up, do your prayers every day, do some scripture reading, and try your best. We're all going to have good days and bad days. Week six, focus on God. If you start your day by turning on the news and listening to all the negativity there, you're going to start your day off being miserable. But if you start your day off in prayer, and this is what I try to do. You know, I use my phone to pray some prayers because they're on my phone. But I try very hard not to look at any news feeds or any emails or anything until I'm done praying. I want that time with the Lord because that's the truth. The Lord is the truth. That's reality. A lot of times what we hear on the news is not exactly reality. It's what if. It's the what if syndrome, you know? What if this never gets better? Here's what where we're headed as a country. Here's what could happen. You know, a lot of speculation. And a lot of bias, too. But when you open God's Word in Scripture, and when you spend time with Him in prayer, or if you can get to daily Mass every day, or at least once or twice during the week in addition to Sunday, when, when you start doing that, when you focus more on the Lord and His power and His love for you than on your problems and the problems of the world, you are going to start to feel more optimistic, hopeful, and peaceful. It's a challenge. It's a challenge for us because there's always that temptation to really let yourself get sucked into that news cycle, you know, but it'll bring you down in a hurry. Week seven, we focused on surrendering. And, then, you know, for those of us who like to be in control, surrender is a difficult word. It's difficult to surrender control of our lives, even to God. But that's how we're going to achieve that peace. We've got to surrender. We can't have two bosses. Either he's in charge or I'm in charge. I've seen what happens when I'm in charge. Even though I'm not in charge, I think I'm in charge. Things don't work out that well. We have to learn to surrender. In week eight, we spent the week looking back, looking back at all the Lord has done throughout history all that he has done in our lives. It's really important to do that because now when I look back and see what he has done, the many times he came through for his people and guided them, the many times when all appeared to be lost, he saved the day, the more I can face the future with confidence. You know, the mere fact that you and I are alive at this point in time means that he has always provided for our needs. That's a good thing. That's important to remember. So that when we were praying for him to provide for our future needs, we can look back and say, yeah, he's always done it up until now. So you see how this works. It's not overly complicated to understand, but it can be very complicated to put it into practice because we live in a world where we're told to be self-sufficient, to be powerful, to be controlling, and to seek happiness above all else. But we get taught to seek happiness in the wrong things. You're not going to get lasting happiness or peace in material things because either you're going to get frustrated because you don't have enough of what you want or you're going to get frustrated because you're afraid you're going to lose what you have. You know, so... I have found, and I, I hope you have found over the course of the past eight weeks, that following Jesus every day and letting him lead you to his Father, letting him speak to you through the Scriptures, letting him touch you through the sacraments, 
is the way to experience peace. And if you have experienced any more peace over the course of the past eight weeks than you have prior to that, I mean, it doesn't have to be perfect, but if you liked what you have felt at any point in the eight weeks, I invite you to continue on. Let's keep going with this. And, and really, again, I told you, I'm not going anywhere. So if you need me, you just send me an email at Gary at following the truth.com. I want to keep walking with you. I want to keep doing this. There will be more books coming, as I told you earlier. And uh, as long as the Lord lets me do this, you know, whatever this is, my podcast, my speaking, my, my books, my other radio and TV appearances, whatever the Lord allows me to do, I'm, I'm going to go in that door and do that and try to keep sharing what I found. And what I found is Jesus. And you know, you hear me talk a lot about giving your life to the Lord, surrendering your life to Him. This is something that we really need to do each day. You know, this is not a one and done. This is something that every day, I do this every day. Lord, I surrender. I give my life to you, Jesus. You lead me. And then he's going to do it. He's going to put you in situations that give you the opportunity to either say, yes, Lord, I surrender, or no, Lord, I don't want to do it that way. It's tough, especially for somebody like me who likes to be in control. But the more I do it, and you're going to find this too, the more you do it, the easier it becomes and the more effective it is, the more peace you're going to feel. And the more power you're going to feel because you're tapping into the Lord's power. You're not trying to do it on your own. So as we bring this show to a close, remember, I'll be here tomorrow. These podcasts will continue. If you have questions, you email me at Gary at following the truth.com. And if you have not yet signed up for my Let Not Your Heart Be Troubled daily email reflections, please just head on over to following the truth.com and sign up for them. They don't cost anything. I don't spam you. You get one email from me each day. And, and I really think they'll help you. So we're going to do this together. Or at least I'm going to be here. I hope you'll join me. If you need anything, don't hesitate to reach out to me at Gary at followingthetruth.com. If you liked what we've done over the past weeks, eight weeks, and you would like to give me a, to send a donation my way to help fund my ministry, which, you know, it's kind of tough right now. These are tough times. I would be very grateful. You can do that at followingthetruth.com. Just click on Donate. And you can make that secure donation or become a monthly subscriber through PayPal. So it's totally secure if you're able to do that, if you, if you can. Um, other than that, we're going to bring this show to a close. And, and I look forward to seeing where the Lord takes us now that he's just, this is just a beginning. This is not an ending. This is a beginning as we attempt to give up worry, to give up worry and give in to the Lord. Let's do things his way. I think it's going to work out a lot better. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you. And God willing, we'll talk to you next time on Following the Truth. Bye-bye.